Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Paddler's Playbook, a kayak fishing experience. Brought to you by Mariner Sales, providing the largest selection of kayaks and kayak accessories since 1975. Real sportswear, get out on the water and wear what the guides wear. Galveston Redfish Series, the largest, most affordable redfish series on the Gulf Coast. Sign up today. Pure Fishing, home to the world's most trusted fishing brands. Now it's time to sit back, relax, and enjoy the paddle with your host, Drew Turner. What is up, ladies and gentlemen of podcast land? I'm your host, Drew Turner, coming to you live from the Mariner Sales Studios here in Conroe, Texas. Guys, it is friggin' hot, like hot, hot. I don't know if you guys are paying attention to the weather, and it's probably hot like this everywhere, but in Texas, it is extremely hot right now. It was 92 degrees at 10.30 at night the other day with a very, very warm, warm breeze blowing. I had to take a picture from my truck because, I mean, that's what everybody does now. They got to take a picture from their truck uh, temperature gauge just to show you how hot it is outside right there where the radio is. That That's how you know it's hot when there's 500 pictures on Facebook of 101 and you get to see whatever station your friends are listening to on the radio there. But it is hot. I haven't been doing a whole lot of fishing. I'm actually going to go out this weekend. We booked a guided trip with a good friend of ours, Scott, for my dad's birthday slash Father's Day present. He kind of gets the shaft. His birthday is June 15th, which is right around Father's Day every single year. So we decided to do a big present this year, and he can't get out on the kayaks anymore, so we're taking him out on the big boats down in Matagorda. We're going to go chase some redfish and trout and flounder. It's going to be a real good time. Get to take my oldest son and my brother's going to go with us. It's, it's going to be fun. I'm, I'm excited about it. What else I'm excited about is this episode. We got my man, Eris, from Mariner Sales. He's going to tell you how Mariner Sales started, how they started selling kayaks, kind of the process of ordering kayaks, when they have to order, you know, how they become distributors for different kayak brands across the, the, the country. I mean, you guys are going to learn this during the episode, but Mariner Sales not only is a kayak fishing store, but they also sell some of the best products to probably your favorite kayak fishing retailer. They sell stuff all over the country. They sell stuff to 75 different dealers across the country. But our man, Eris, from Mariner Sales is going to join us to tell us all about Mariner Sales and how they became what they became. Hope you guys enjoy. Hit it, Jess. Hey, bro staff. Are you ready for the ultimate fishing challenge? Join the Galveston Redfish Series and experience the thrill of the catch. Our tournament provides an exhilarating experience for anglers of all levels. From their youth division to kayaks and boats, with multiple categories and cash prizes to be won, you could be the next big winner. Win cash and take home the big checks for the wall with multiple side pots and raffles. Don't miss out on this amazing opportunity to test your skills at the final event, July 8th at the Harbor Walk Marina. 
Sign up now at GalvestonRedfishSeries.com and let the chase begin. Have you guys seen the new well-made t-shirts from Real Sportswear? See what they did there? Real Sportswear is known for its innovative designs with products like the Pro Plus hoodie, but they also have an eye for the classic. Their new line of swell-made t-shirts are both classy and rad. I say rad? All at the same time, with designs for both men and women, innovative or classic, Real Sportswear definitely has the look that you need. That's it for me, bro staff. I'm Saltside Jess, and I'll see you on the Salt Side. Thank you so much, Jessica, for all of the news and information from all of our sponsors. Guys, I am very excited about this show today. You guys have heard for the last two seasons that the show is brought to you from the Mariner Sales Studios. And I got Mr. Mariner Sales himself. Mr. Aris here with me on the show today. Aris, how are you doing today, man? I'm doing great, and I'm tickled to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're welcome. And I think you're lying a little bit that you're doing great today, <laughs> because before we uh, came on here, you were telling me about, like, today was the Mondayest day. Like, it was the Mondayest Monday ever. So this is the way it's going to go, huh, Drew? <laughs> yeah, so this, this is the way it goes. A little peek behind the curtain a little bit, but... Uh, I'm glad you made it on here today. I've been wanting to do this show for a little while because everyone always hears me talk about Mariner Sales, how great Mariner Sales is, how you guys are one of the best partners that we've ever had for the bro staff or the Paddler's Playbook or the show. And I talk all about it. There's still some people that probably haven't made their way up to Mariner Sales, and if they haven't, they really should. Now, the guys hear me talk about Mariner sales a lot, but whenever I talk about it, I'm like, it's kayak heaven. Like there's so much stuff everywhere. You can rig and find anything that you want. Like, how would you describe Mariner sales being the owner? I, I think we're a big kid's toy store. I, I mean, we have, uh, uh, we, you know, we're a hardware store. We're not like a clothing store. So, if you come here wanting to do something to your kayak or your sailboat or your windsurf or your stand-up paddleboard, you know, we've normally got what it takes to make that stuff work the way it was supposed to and work better than it was supposed to in a lot of cases. And, uh, you know, we, we grew this store by just taking the advice of our customers. I mean, you know, we've been in the kayak business way before there was a named sport of kayak fishing. And uh, uh, I'm tickled pink that uh, that our customers were nice enough to, tell us what they thought we should carry so that we could uh, throw that into the biggest kayak fishing store that I'm aware of. And what I love about the store is, you know, just for instance, say that you need to go buy an anchor trolley. You can go in there, you can get an anchor trolley, you can get the stainless steel washers or stainless steel screws that you need to install that anchor trolley. You can get the marine goop or you can get rivets you could probably find a rivet gun. You can buy an anchor for your anchor trolley. Oh, well, now you need some kind of leash for that anchor. Well, that's there as well. Like, you guys really do have every single thing down to, like, shrink wrap uh, for, you know, heat heat shrink and things like that for the rigging of any kind of recreational kayak, fishing kayak, like you said, paddleboard. You guys have everything there at the store. 
Well, you know, we, we rig too, and, and that has always helped us keep the little stuff you just talked about. I mean, because we need it here. We need it to rig boats when people come in and ask us to do it for them. So we buy enough extra so that we can actually put it on the shelf and, you know, do it yourself. Guys can have uh, whatever they need to do a good job on their boats. Now, I'm sitting here looking at the logo down here at the bottom, and it says <laughs> Mariner Sales 1975, Sail, SUP, and Kayaks. Now, I'm guessing, and, and I kind of know a little bit, but I'm guessing Mariner Sales is named Mariner Sales because it was originally a store for sailboats and sailboat parts and, you know, um, sewing of sails and things like that. Is that correct? Yeah, except for the store uh, came in a little later. I mean, it really started off just being a custom sail loft where uh, we designed sails, we built sails, we repaired sails. We still do all that stuff to this day. And uh, I was actually a very early customer of Mariner Sails when I was going to school in Nacogdoches. I put myself through school teaching people how to sail and written sailboats and I had some sunfish that needed sails, and I called my friend Rick Curry up and ordered a couple of them, and he had them down to me pretty quick. They were good sails. So are you a lumberjack? Are you a SFA lumberjack? <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm from the that-a-way jacks, that-a-way time period. <laughs> that-a-way jacks, that-a-way. So <laughs> they, they, how much of your business now is, is sales? Because you guys still have the loft back there, and I see orders coming in and out whenever I'm up there in the back, and whenever – you guys have your uh, ambassadors and everything come do talks and seminars. It's back there in the sale loft. How much of your business is still doing sales? Well, you know, we normally keep a backlog of sale orders. It's not like we keep them. It's just we have more on order than we can make at a time. So right now, if you ordered a set of sales, you know, we could probably have them finished for you in about a month. We've got about you know, eight sales on deck right now in various stages of assembly, design, you know, plotting. Uh, uh, but that said, and as nice as that is, the sail making business has not grown like the kayaking business and the kayak fishing business. So uh, we've held tight with our sail making business, but I will say kayaking has been very good to us and very good to our community too. I mean, really, we, we have, we have uh, met so many nice people in kayak kayaking and kayak fishing uh, that we would have never had a chance to have we not broadened out into into that way back in the 80s. Okay, so I want I want to get into that transition back in the 80s, but first you you talked about you were a customer. How did it become, you know, Eris the customer to I got to get involved in this business? Like how did that transition happen? Well, I've been I've been in the boating business most of my life. I've started started working in the boating business when I was too uh, young to drive a car and rode my bike to work to a place called uh, Inland Sailboats, about I don't know five miles away from my house or something like that. Uh, and uh, so when I'd worked there on and off, I mean actually I worked there uh, some uh, during the summers when uh, I was at Stephen F. Austin until I started my my sailing business, and then there were no summers off because the Sailing business, of course, took off in the summer. Uh, went back, worked for those guys, managed their parts store. Uh, they started getting in power boats, and, and I know I'm going to turn some people off. That wasn't really my thing at the time, so I, I left them and uh, called my good old friend Rick Curry, who owned uh, Mariner Sales, and said, hey, who should I talk to about this? And uh, 
looking to get back in the industry. And he uh, suggested that I go talk to him. So I did. So did you do sales? Did you sell sales? Or were you in like the manufacturing side of building them? Or what did you do kind of all of it? Well, back then, you know, as a uh, the store manager of inland sailboats, I was a dealer for Mariner Sales. So they would actually, if we had a customer come in, we'd sell a set of sales and we could pick, you know, do we want to do North Sales, you know, Pride Sales, you know, all Macaulay Sales, or do we want to do business with Mariner Sales, you know, our local sailmaker. And, you know, when, when we had the opportunity to give our customer our opinion, we would let them know about Mariner Sales. Now, a lot of, you know, like every everything else, you know, a lot of sailors are, you know, married to a sail brand and using North sales their whole life or, you know, pride sales their whole life. So, you know, we didn't try to uh, keep those guys from getting what they wanted, but when we had an opportunity to educate uh, our customers about, you know, the quality of these, you know, sales that were made here locally, uh, normally panned out really well for Rick. So how did the transition happen? When did the transition happen? where you became more than just, you know, helping with the store or managing the store or just into the business where you became, Hey, I am the owner of Mariner sales. Well, that's uh, you're right. That was kind of a transition. So, uh, you know, basically I started talking with Rick in 86 and 87. He brought me on under the, uh, agreement that if we liked working with each other, which we both thought we would, but you never can't tell till it happens that he'd bring me on as a partner. Uh, he uh, did bring me on as a partner about a year and a half after that. And it was a partnership in the store. So he and I were joint owners of the store and he still owned the sale loft. And uh, the sale loft uh, was doing fairly well, but it was kind of a nice relationship where the store helped pay for some of the real estate. Because to make sales, I mean, it takes a lot of square feet to, to make sales. And uh, therefore, you need a big facility to make them and to repair them. So uh, it was it was a very good thing for both of us. Uh, by the uh, 90s, we incorporated. Um, actually, it was 1990 on the nose in April of 1990. And uh, it just started growing from there. We started, believe it or not, in the store as a windsurfing shop. And then we evolved to be the Hobie uh, dealer for the city of Dallas. Then we evolved and become a kayak dealer. We were one of the first ocean kayak dealerships in Dallas and uh, absolutely loved kayak. I've been sailing since I was a kid. I've been kayaking since I was a kid. Uh, you know, the kind of things we do around here, are the kind of things that, you know, I have a personal, you know, joy in doing. Uh, so it makes it a lot more fun to come to work every day. Uh, and, you know, then, then we evolved into kayak fishing and uh, it's uh you know, it's, it's been a step-by-step program. The store started off pretty small, and uh, it's ended up not so small. Have you guys always been in that same location? No, no, no. We uh, started off on Indian Trail. It's a road about a mile away from here. Uh, it was a much smaller location. I think we started off in about, I don't know, 2,500 square feet or something like that. That included the loft and the store. Mm-hmm. And the store we kind of cobbled out of a corner of the loft to start with. And then we lopped off a little piece of it and we put a little balcony area up because we had too much merchandise to fit down in the square foot. So we made a upstairs. Then we uh, bought more space right next door to us for warehouse because when we got into the kayak business, you know, they take up some space. So it's time to figure out a way to put, figure out a place to put all that stuff. And we did. Uh, 
actually ended up being about 7,000 square foot at that location before we uh, moved to our new location, which we've been at now for 13 years. And how many yeah. square foot do you guys have over there? About 17,000. Whoo! That is a lot, a lot of real estate. Um, I'll tell you, Drew, when we moved into this place, I thought we would never fill it up. Now I'm trying to find out where I can put more stuff and how I can get it in here. It's it's just uh, over time. Over, I it's just continued to grow. I was amazed whenever we came and, like, toured the place for the first time. Like, there was a warehouse inside of a warehouse inside of a warehouse. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this, like, you guys had the Old Town section warehouse and, like, the Hobie <laughs> section warehouse. I was like, holy moly. Because, you know, they were talking about flying the drone and stuff in the warehouse. And I was like, how are we going to fly the drone? Like, this place can't be that big. And then I got there and I was like, you could fly a drone for days inside here <laughs> and look at all these kayaks. It was crazy to see that many kayaks and kayak accessories all in one spot. Because you guys have so much available and in stock. And I'm not just saying that because you guys are, are a partner with the show. Like I was amazed at how many how many kayaks you have. And I don't think people realize even with you guys being a quote unquote huge dealer, the smaller dealers are like really small. I mean, they may have five five of this brand, like one in each color, this and this. You guys have like dozens and dozens of kayaks in that warehouse where someone can come and purchase a you know 2023 2022 kayak and you guys will probably have the color there well it's actually hundreds and hundreds okay hundreds and hundreds <laughs> yeah we we are we are chock full of stuff and we do have a really good selection and you know we we carry the brands that we uh know work uh, you know, we've had relationships with uh, some uh, companies where we valued uh, their product more than they did. And after, you know, we warrant something out of our own pocket a couple of times, we start wondering, you know, and so we pick some up, we've lost some, you know, it's, it's one of those, those things where, you know, relationships can change over time. But I, I will tell you, the core of the products that we carry are products we've carried for a really long time because we've got such a good working relationship with the people in those businesses. Now I know you probably you can't you can't pick favorites right now and tell me which which manufacturers you like working with the best and everything like that. I'm just going to say that you guys have a ton of Old Town and Hobie stuff there, like a ton. Um if you're looking for anything from those two, like you guys have everything for Hobie and Old Town for sure. And I just got the new canoe you guys have all the accessories for think. New Canoe as well. Like every, we, we got everything, everything New you Canoe need. has to offer. Yeah, you guys have a, a little New Canoe wall that has every accessory. So one thing that I really hate is I don't mind purchasing things online if I'm purchasing something like a, a powdered drink, like a liquid IV drink or something. Like, if I pick up the box in the store, I pick it up, and I'm like, okay, this is a box of something. With my kayak accessories and parts and everything, I want to feel it. Like, I want to pick it up. I want to hold it in my hand. I want to look at it. I want to feel the quality of it. 
before I spend my hard-earned money and I rig my kayak with this these parts and these accessories and, and, and everything. So that's why I love coming to y'all's store. If there's something I'm thinking about getting, I can pick it up, and more than likely, I can put it on a kayak and see how I like it, see if it's the quality that I think it is, because everybody nowadays can take good marketing pictures and do good marketing videos and things like that, but you can still pick up something and tell if it's a quality product just by holding it in your hands, and I think that people are missing that and missing the opportunity to, you know, get their hands on these products whenever they're not shopping at the brick-and-mortar stores. But also, you guys have a vast website that has everything in the world on it. I mean, everything. Well, now I, I will say I'm always amazed how often people drive hundreds of – you included, by the way. My, my goodness. You know, every time you show up here in person, I just have to smile and, um, and be thankful that uh, we drew you in again somehow. <laughs> uh, we, we've got people that come hundreds of miles, multi-states. Uh, we've had people come in from both coasts uh, that have done business with us online to come see us in person, to see the store. Uh, and, you know, it's, just, it, it's, it's always fun to have people come visit. But we, we do realize that, uh, you know, not everybody can – take that kind of time off to go visit Mariner sales. And uh, I will tell you why I started doing the website though. Uh, I, I didn't start doing the website thinking that I was going to become a big website uh, dealer. I, I started the website because I started realizing that, you know, I had customers that I'd known for decades who, instead of calling me to find out if I had something in stock, like they'd done for decades, they would go to my website, and if they didn't see it on my website, they'd go find it on the internet and search for it another way. And I realized that basically what I was doing was defaulting. You know, I was, I was uh, uh, losing an opportunity to serve my own customers in Dallas, Texas, because I did not have a good, you know, robust website for them to do their research on. That's the real reason I started it. They would and, think that uh, you didn't have the product because it wasn't listed on the website. Yeah, and then not think twice about it and just try to find it where they where they thought they could. And who can blame them? I mean, that was really, even even when it started, that was an appealing way for some people to buy things. Uh, and, uh, of course, uh, that worked for us. We continued to maintain our, our customers, and, and we grew it into a pretty, pretty reasonable uh, opportunity for people outside of the Dallas area to do business with us, too. And, and one way that we've separated ourselves uh, – with some other, un, uh, you know, online opportunities to buy is, you know, the people that work here, you know, I've, I've known the people that work here in most cases well before they started to work here. They were either customers or we were acquaintances. Uh, uh, most of the people who work here actually purchased things from us and were customers before they started to work here. And they were enthusiasts. So they came to the, to the plate enthusiasts. They came half trained because they knew about all this stuff. They used it all. You know, they knew where our inventory was almost as well as we did. And uh, that's, that's what you tap into when you call and talk to somebody at Mariner sales on the phone. Uh, that's what you tap into when you chat with Adrian on the phone or talk to Duke on the phone or chat with Adrian on our chat bot. Uh, it's uh yeah, it's, 
you know, people are a little more comfortable buying something online they haven't seen when they're talking to somebody that really knows about it and can talk about it and explain what the pros and cons are of each uh, each product. Yeah, and you guys do have a staff of real deal kayakers, fishermen, outdoor enthusiasts. Like there, there's no one at the store that doesn't get out and fish, that doesn't get out and paddle or pedal or motor around or I mean heck even Andy up there gets out every once in a while. Even Andy, listen to you. Yeah. He's a grizzled veteran, man. <laughs> and I say I say that jokingly because I think Andy's probably too busy sometimes to get out on the kayak because he works on so many kayaks up there rigging. He has been rigging kayaks for years and years and years. Andy has been rigging kayaks since I bought my very first new kayak. Like, I think it was back in 2013, so 10 years he's been rigging kayaks. He's probably been rigging kayaks for even longer than that, but I love Andy. I'm only half joking about him not getting to fish enough. But since you were talking about the website, guys, if you want to check out some deals, make sure to head on over to Mariner Sales. And on the top bar, if you go all the way over to the far right, there's the Bro Staff's Favorite section which has thousands of items there that are bro staff approved. So make sure you go check that out. One thing, hey, you know, go ahead. When you're there, click on some of those uh, images. We're, we've got some, I mean, it, it is, you know, the 4th of July is coming up. We've got some pretty amazing deals uh, during our red, white, and blue sales. So there's a, a category for that. There's category for kayaks under a thousand dollars. There's, yeah, we're even we're even selling off a lot of our demos at some pretty eye popping prices. So yeah. it'd be worth checking it out just to, just for fun. I'm looking at the Bro Staff's favorite section right now. There's a lot of little squares and little red sale marks on here, guys. So <laughs> I mean, you're, you're you're getting some deals right now um, for Mariner Sales on on all kinds of stuff. I'm looking at life jackets. I'm looking at prison pockets. Like there is there is a lot of stuff on here for sale. So go ahead and check that out. Um, you talked about you guys having, you know, the huge warehouse. You guys have a lot of stuff that is in stock. Can you walk me through what happens when in the 2000, like say next year, the 2024 kayaks are going to come out? You guys can't just order one kayak at a time. Like that's not cost effective. That's not good for the manufacturer you you can't do that. How does it work with you guys ordering your kayaks from these different manufacturers? How far in advance are you ordering them? Um, you know, what are you ordering dozens at a time? Is there still a limit on how many you can get? Have things changed since COVID? I mean, I know I'm asking a whole bunch of questions, so I'll ask some follow-ups, but let's just start with <laughs> like when do you have to start ordering next year's kayaks and and when do you start thinking about that you know there's a preseason, you know uh program for most manufacturers you know and it, it can it can start anywhere from june if somebody's got something really exciting that they're trying to push doesn't often start in june i would say now it's the biggest time for it to start in maybe august or september and that's when you get to find out, you know, what new pricing is going to be, what new products are going to be. Very importantly, what new freight programs are going to be. You know, we try to be smart enough to take into consideration all of these things and, you know, minimize 
uh, you know, unnecessary costs by taking advantage of programs when they make sense. You know, to answer your question, we're we're receiving boats now that we ordered back in August and September of last year. Uh, that didn't even work, though, during COVID. I mean, it was just so weird during COVID. You just couldn't get anything. Now we can get a whole bunch of stuff that we don't particularly want and uh, as much as we want and, and can't get enough of the stuff we really want. So that's, that's another challenge. Uh, people may think that the supply chain is uh, fixed by now, and in some ways it is, but not nearly in every way. Uh, you know, a, a $10, $20, $30, $50 part can keep a you know, $2,000, $5,000 kayak from being able to be completed. So there's all these holes sitting around in factories waiting for a siege or waiting for a, I don't know, you know, drain plug. It could be something as simple as that. It's pretty, pretty. It's got pretty difficult lately. Well, do you think that that that's going to change, um, or it's, do you it's think it's already changing? Yeah. Okay, it's changing for the better. It's changing for the better. Okay, so you think we'll you, you'll get back to the days where you know some of the popular brand kayaks. If you if you sell enough of them, you can put in another order halfway through the year and and get some more boats there. You know, I'm certainly hoping that's the case, but, you know, everybody's trying to do this just-in-time inventory where, you know, uh, uh, everything is perfectly planned out. And, you know, frankly, our customers, you know, really get to drive what is uh, going to be popular. Uh, the manufacturers don't get to drive it. I don't get to drive it. You know, you guys are the ones that teach us, you know, what works, what doesn't work, what you like, what you don't like. So we could try to plan till the cows come home. We still have to be a little bit flexible to make sure that we can get enough of the stuff you really want instead of the stuff we thought you might want. And that, that falls on, does that fall a lot on, you know, Duke and some of your, your managers and people that work for you that are in tune with the industry? You know, they, they're talking to people at tournaments, they're out there fishing and talking to people. Do you, listen to what their, you know, feedback that they're giving to you, or do you have a good sense of what's going on in the kayak community? Oh man, you know, customer feedback is invaluable. It's just, you know, it's the difference in a lot of cases between being successful and not being successful. You know, we try to have our finger on the pulse of what's going on. And I think, you know, largely we do a pretty good job, but, you know, we definitely augment what we think with what our customers are telling us. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we, you know, we wouldn't be, you know, we wouldn't have the store that we have right now with all the kayak fishing accessories in it we have right now if it weren't for customer feedback. You know, the first kayak, you know, fishing boat I sold was a Wilderness Systems Pongo, which is a sit-inside sit boat. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it was the first boat that was actually named an angler by a manufacturer. So it was a Pongo angler and it had one Scotty rod holder mounted onto it and it had an anchor and an anchor line and a cleat. That was the angler edition. Yep. And that was it. Yeah. I'm sure you remember where you, um, you were talking about, you guys were one of the first ocean dealers. They had the ocean, uh, scrambler XT angler edition. Mm -hmm. And oh, yeah. that was my first kayak. <laughs> and the angler edition was literally, Two flush mounted rod holders on the back. That was the yeah. angler. That was it. That was the angler edition back then. 
and we were all in back then too. We thought, man, we're going to, you know, this is a great thing. We're going to get into this kayak fishing industry. And so we had those boats and they were, you know, fishing, you know, fun colors. They were camos, they were greens, you know, they were sportsman kind of colors. And we'd sell those things and a customer would come in with one and go, Hey, I saw something that, that I think you might like. I mean, it's something that allows me to move my anchor around on my boat. It's called an anchor trolley. And I think if you guys got some of those in, you know, you might be able to sell some. Now the customer would say, yeah, I saw, I saw this light on a stick. It was the first Luther, Luther thing ever with Yak Attack. I mean, he put a uh, flashlight on top of a stick and, you know, mounted it, you know, uh, onto a kayak. And I never thought we'd sell, you know, an expensive flashlight on a stick, but uh, we sold the heck out of them because they weren't just an expensive flashlight on a stick. They were a waterproof flashlight on a stick. It was a carbon stick. You know, it mounted on easily. And it was one of the only products available at the time that actually made you legal in a kayak because you had to have a 360 degree white light. And if your body was in front of that light, well, it wasn't 360 anymore. You were blocking some of that, you know, uh, visibility and you weren't legal. So Luther, uh, he's, he's always been a creative guy and he started off that way. Yeah, that's uh, he, he told the story on our show whenever he was on it the second time that that's how they started. <laughs> and his the, he had a business partner and they were making him out of the garage and he got really busy with it making the lights it became popular with you know some of the tournament guys and everything that uh for the their club there and he told the guy like hey are are you in or you out because i need some help and the guy just was like no i don't i don't really have time for this and then he just turned it into what yak attack is today with everything that they offer and you know you guys have some some awesome some yak attack products there i know you guys have the new yak attack carts that are there awesome um, we got it all man i mean luther calls us his yak attack superstore you know yeah you guys have everything there and I, I i love my yak attack stuff and you guys literally have everything from yak attack that's made period you guys have everything it there um it works it works well it's well thought out you know it's uh it's a good partnership now not only do you guys you know are partners with with these different manufacturers and like you said you're the yak attack superstore but you guys are also distributors as well talk to me a little bit about you know how how does how does it work like because i I have no idea how being a distributor for another company works can you talk about your relationship with with someone that you guys distribute to and, and how that whole relationship works well sure you know we, we distribute uh, a, a lot of things uh, in some some ways we work with the distributors to create new products like we did with fpg power uh you know like we did with burley pro uh in other ways we just uh find a product and you know this corrosion technologies company that makes a product called corrosion x i've known known of since i was i don't know gosh probably 20 years old and i've used it on Boats. I've used it on cars. It's just a great product. So we believed enough in that to where we're, you know, we don't actually help them develop anything because they're like way ahead of me in molecular technology. <laughs> and uh, they, uh, but we, but we, the, the, I, I guess, I guess the way to describe it is you buy in enough volume to get the price down so I can 
sell it to a dealer, let a dealer sell it for a fair price and still make money. And you also have to come to the table to the distributor with a, a customer base of dealers. So, you know, we've got, you know, 75 dealers across the United States right now who buy stuff from us, whether it's our, you know, lithium batteries that we actually uh, found out of Australia, uh, a great company called FPV Power. They started off with just lithium ions, moved into LiPo4. Uh, we actually helped them design their plug-and-play, you know, wiring concept uh, and their their hub, the remote control design concepts. I mean, it's, 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 it's been a very, very fun relationship we've had with those guys. Uh, uh, Des Davis, you know, a guy that owns Supernova Fishing Lights. We distribute Supernova Fishing Lights. And, you know, we feel like they're the highest quality you know, LED lights for kayaks and boats out there. They're, you know, IP68 rated waterproof. Uh, they mount with the smallest holes possible instead of big old giant holes that some of the other, you know, companies have to have. Uh, they're extremely reliable uh, and they're brighter than, than other uh, brands of LED lights for these kind of products. So, so, uh, so like Supernova and FPV, <clears throat> they saw the value, <clears throat> excuse me, they saw the value in the relationships and the name that you guys had within the industry. And they also sold, you know, kind of saw your, your buying power and, and your processes and things like that. Now, do you usually come to other companies and say, Hey, look, we can, we can, we can help distribute your product. This is what we can do for you. Or have have they come to you in the, for the most part? You know what? It's, it's kind of fifty fifty. You know, the uh, we we got a phone call from the FPV power guys, and uh, you know, I, I will say that I was, you know, not that excited about getting into the electronics business. So for those of you that are in the electronics business, you you know what I'm talking about. You know, it's uh, a lot of things can go wrong with electronics, and you got to you got to help your customers work their way through it, and and uh, you know, in, in our case, you know, the lithium batteries and the LiPo4 batteries, you know, they're hazardous goods. Uh, I, there are a lot of companies out there don't, that don't really send their lithium products hazardous goods. We we do. We actually ship them, you know, as, as mandated by the uh, transportation department to keep everybody safe. And it costs a lot of money to ship them. And it takes a lot of time to ship them. You just don't throw a label on it and have it go out. Got to buy special materials and fill out special paperwork and uh, uh, it's uh, it's been very gratifying though. I got to tell you, we've uh, we've really enjoyed that relationship with FPV and we've really enjoyed helping them design those wiring situations where you don't have to know how to solder. You don't have to keep track of positive and negative because they only go together one way. So you're not going to, you know, cross wires or short something out. Uh, it's a great do-it-yourself program. I really like the Power Hub. I think that that's one of my favorite things from FPV is just the ease of use of that Power Hub. Um, it comes with the pigtails, so you can yep. you know you can hook it up to whatever. I have my light off of it. You know, I've got a live well off of it. Like there's there's so many things that you can run off that Power Hub, and it has the remote which has the four on and off buttons and then you have two constants on that fpv power hub and i mean i can't say i mean i i like to say that i like to have a bunch of things to compare um 
compare stuff to when it comes to kayak accessories. Like I feel like you need to be able to say this product is better than this product because of X, Y, Z. I've used both extensively. Um, with FPV batteries, I just got in the battery game um, with motors and stuff last year. I All I can say is it has never left me stranded. It has always worked. It's always been fully charged after I charged it. It has done everything that a battery should do. It, it's It's been great uh, using FPV. Well, we, 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 we test our batteries before we send them out. We test every battery here. We make sure that it charges and discharges properly. Uh, and we catch, you know, if, if nobody's perfect, you know, uh, it's how you try to handle that stuff. So we catch batteries before they go to consumers. Every once in a while, we, we, we miss one, but, you know, it's, we take care of them. And, and, and you've heard it here first, bro staff. We have just designed a new 60 amp hour, 36 volt LiPo 4 battery. I don't know if anybody's thinking about getting a new uh, NK300, but we designed this battery just for that. That, Not only that, it'll work on a lot of trolling motors that you're putting on your your fishing boats, too. your skiff, and everything. That's going to be a beast of a of a battery as far as power. Like a, oh man, a six yeah. that sixty amp that is going to run for what? That's probably going to run your NK for two days, maybe three days, depending on how you use it. Like you're going to well, be. Able, we were hoping we were hoping for a weekend. You know, the goal yeah. is you know try to make it so that if you're going to go out and have a fun weekend, you're not really having to find a way to charge your battery. Yeah, you can go on those uh, those camping trips where you're not coming back to civilization for a few days and still <laughs> be able to use your motor. Now, do you think? Uh, do you think? Are you investing more in the electronic side? You know, you said you didn't want to get involved um, at first. You were a little hesitant for the electronics. I mean, electronics seems to kind of be the new uh, new way of the future for kayaks as far as you know, fish finder rigging, um, you know, live scope, the the motors. Like, we got the NK-180 and the NK-300. Like, I think there's going to be more and more companies coming out with, with motors. Are you prepared to get into the electronics industry a little bit more as, as the man, needs grow? Because I'm sure you're hearing it from your customers, too. <laughs> We're already in it, man. We are, we are, we are fully in. Uh, we just actually struck a deal with Garmin where we're going to start stocking you know, fish finders and, and uh, uh, some of their other, you know, cool uh, programs, uh, then that's been a tough business because the reality is, you know, you've got large companies out there, you know, you've got uh, big box stores who buy fish finders by the train load. And uh, at the end of the season, you know, they, uh, they have too many of those guys and they sell them for less than folks like us can uh, buy them for. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when we, when, when it's a hot new thing, you know, I think we're going to be competitive for you when it's on closed out, you know, we're going to try to make sure that we let you know that, uh, you know, one of our competitors has that on closed out right now and you should probably go check it out there, get it there. We'll, we'll install it for you, but you know, why not save the money? Yeah. The, the big box stores, the margins that they have are just crazy for those electronics and and just how many they're buying compared to a smaller store like you guys. And I know earlier I said how giant of a store you guys are. And you were talking about how you, you guys are are selling, are selling things to everybody else's favorite kayak shop in, you know, maybe Mississippi or, you know, Tennessee or something like likely something in there came 
for Mariner Sales, but you guys are still a small business. Like, how many employees do you have there at Mariner? We've got 16 employees right yeah. now. Yeah, and that's that's still a, a small business, you know, Yak Attack. Yeah. Everybody thinks Yak Attack because they're one of the, you know, big names in the industry that they have a ton of employees, but they, they don't. Like, it's it's we think of the kayak yeah, when we get industry. their christmas cards we're amazed at what they do with that small amount of people <laughs> oh yeah i mean uh, that's what i'm saying like you guys do so much but people may think that you are this big huge company which you have a footprint that is big and huge because you've you've taken care of people over the years you've taken care of dealers you, you've made great relationships but in the end you guys are still considered a small business well, yeah, in, in the automobile industry, we'd be a micro business, yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> just li- little bitty. So that buying power for and, some of this stuff, because, you know, there, I'm sure there's people listening going, man, I, I wish they had rods and reels and tackle and this and that. Man, you got to have one, you got to have space for that. And then two, you got to have people who can work and stock that. And you have to have a system to keep track of all that stuff. I'm sure you guys want to sell everything and grow everything but i think you've you found you found what works for you and your small business and you've expanded upon that and i think that's what people love about shopping at your store well you know this uh sport attracts a lot of nice people to it and uh uh, i've got to say that it's our our customers keep us being happy about doing what we do uh, I'm lucky to have staff that came from that community uh, because uh, I get to I get to come into work today and work with really nice people, work, you know, work with really smart people, work with people that want to help me, you know, keep our customers happy, and uh, you know, uh, they just feel personally like that's the right thing to do without any training. They just come hardwired for it. Uh, yeah, it's it's. Uh, I smile every day coming to work. <laughs> well, I, I know that you love it, and I know that you love the industry, and you you love the people, and it, it really shows in talking to you. And one of the things that really sticks out to me is when we were first talking about, you know, how Paddler's Playbook and Mariner Sales can work together, and we were talking about you know, different kind of kayaks and items to to push on the show and everything. And it, it said a lot to me about you and, and Mariner Sales. You told me, I don't know if you remember this, but you said, I want you guys to push whatever you're passionate about. You're like, I don't care what kayak you get in or what products that you talk about from our store but I want you to feel passionate about it. And I want you to love the products that you guys are talking about on the store. And that stood out to me this whole time through our whole, you know, relationship and dealing with the show, because you can tell that you are passionate about it and you want other people to be passionate about the sport itself. Well, I, I, I just don't know how to do it any other way. I mean, uh, I, I really don't think we're salesmen here at Mariner Sales. I think that we're, uh, I don't even think we're educators, you know, but I, but I do think we try to, to, to make sure that a customer has got as much information as he or she needs to make a, the best decision for them. I mean, I'm, you know, I weigh, you know, what I weigh, I'm, I'm 170 pounds, you know, 
but I'm talking to a 230 pound guy. I know that my experiences are not going to be his experiences, but I'm talking to a 110 pound woman. I know that her experiences are not going to be my experiences. So what we try to do is we try to take all of the information that we've gotten from customers over the decades in this case, and uh, give them the advice that we've been giving back from our, from our customers. And uh, frankly, I try to align uh, people when they come in with somebody who's, you know, similar in uh, uh, experience or size or, or passion uh, so that they've got somebody that they can feel comfortable talking to about it. And, uh, and uh, you know, we get vetoed all the time and we're all right with that. You know, we, we certainly have our own opinions, but your opinion's a lot more important than ours is. Yeah, my, my opinion makes, uh, it, it, my opinion's who's going to be spending the money. So my my <laughs> yeah. opinion has to be the one that's right. But I, I, I've seen it with my, my own eyes and, and ears and being there at the store. When someone comes in, they don't just take them straight to whatever is the highest price item there. They ask five questions before they even show them any kayaks or any, any accessories like, what are you going to do? Where are you going to use this kayak the most? Do you want to pedal? Do you want to paddle? Like, it's it's great to see enthusiasts of the sport um, in there asking questions and get getting people set up in something that they'll be comfortable in. And I talk about this a lot on the show. The best kayak for you is the one that you are going to be comfortable in and you feel confident in. That's going to be the best kayak for you. Now, whether that's an Old Town PDL or a New Canoe, you know, Unlimited, like, there's there's so many different different factors to that, but the best kayak for you is the one that you're going to feel comfortable in, and I think you guys do a great job of making people feel comfortable with their purchase by having the knowledge and being enthusiastic and having everything that they need right there at their fingertips. Well, you just keep talking, man. I'm smiling with almost everything you've said. I feel exactly the same way about it that you do. I just am a tickle pink. All right, Eris. Well, anything else before we get out of here, man? I think we've been going for about 45 minutes. Um, I know you guys have a big red, white, and blue sale going on right now all the way until uh, – is it going on until 4th of July or is it the 4th of July it's, it's, weekend? It's going It's going through 4th of July. Okay. Uh, it'll go through the week after 4th of July. And I'll, you know, a lot of the things that we can put on our website are things that have, like, map policies, but the manufacturers will go, hey, you know, you guys can actually – you know, drop the map pricing, you know, down to so-and-so for this week. And, you know, we always try to take advantage of that stuff for our customers so that we can offer them as good a value as possible. But we also have some in-store sales. I mean, I, uh, I, I will say that, you know, we do things in the store that we can't talk about. And uh, you find out about them by coming into the store. Uh, it's uh, uh, right now we've, we've got a bunch of our demo boats uh, that we have on sale. And uh, while they last, uh, they're, they're going to be on sale at those prices till they're gone. So call us on the phone, find out about availability, do what you want to. Uh, if you have time to come do a visit, then uh, I think you'll be happy once you get here. Most people, you know, uh, kind of like walking around this place for longer than I ever thought they would. Yeah, and, and get in there. Now that he's, he, the word is out that they have some demo boats for sale, guys. You better get in there and and check out the store and ask about those demo boats because they're going to be gone quick. You know, my yeah, you can actually you you can actually check those out on the website. I think they're under a closeout tab or up on the top, same place the bro 
post app is just a little bit more to the left. It's either closeouts or uh, I forgot what it's called, but it'll be it'll be obvious to you when you see it. Yeah, but <laughs> check check those out and, and get there quick. You know, my autopilot that I used last year um, was a demo boat, and Duke sold it in two days. Like I dropped it off at the last. Uh, I dropped it off at the last demo, demo days. Yeah, yep, yeah. and it was gone <laughs> in two days. So, guys, if you're looking for a particular model or something and you want to try to save some cash, get one of those demo boats and, and get there quickly because this is this is one of the only times where you're going to get a heavily discounted kayak and one of the only time of years where a manufacturer will allow to have a heavily discounted actual kayak itself. So so that, uh, that tab is called Kayak Clearance. It's the third from the left, and... And if you're not doing anything fun for the 4th of July, I mean, we're having a nice clinic with uh, Brandon Mays on adventure kayak fishing here. Oh. Uh, it's going to be Saturday. It would be a great time to come uh, meet a whole bunch of kayak fishermen. Uh, we'll have snacks. We do uh, uh, beverages. We do food. Uh, and uh, it's just a pile of fun. There's a little tile to click on there, too, to find out more about it. Yeah, shout out to that bass fishing dude. Shout out to Brandon. You guys, <laughs> you guys go talk to Brandon. Uh, Brandon's been on the show before too. Ask him about him catching a catfish with an actual stick. Make sure you talk, talk to him about that. Talk to him about eating bass. He'll, he'll 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 talk all about that. Just don't don't ask him about boat ramps. Just do me a favor. Don't ask Brandon about boat ramps at all. Oh, that's a sad story. Yeah, and and when you see Brandon, you may not want to ask him anything about boat ramps because he is legit seven foot tall. He is a large man. So everyone that, <laughs> you know, one of the biggest questions on Facebook and everything is, you know, what kind of big boy kayak can I find? What kind of kayak's good for a big boy? Go talk to Brandon there at Mariner Sales for the seminar afterwards. He will let you know because... I can say I'm a big boy. I'm like five eight, you know, two fifty. That's that. I, I'm just chubby. I'm not a big boy. Brandon is seven foot tall. That's a big dude. Like he he is a big man, and you can get all the information you want about big boy kayaks. Man, any anything else you want to talk about? Anything going on with with Mariner Sales? You guys got uh, you'll be at some shows coming up. Is that correct? Yeah, we're coming kind of down to your part of the world, I think, 4th of July weekend. I think Duke's going to be down there with some products to help you guys at the extravaganza. Yeah, yeah, and you have a, a show coming up in Dallas, I believe, as well. I need to oh, man. That. Yeah, we've got the Dallas Boat Show coming up. It's July 20th through 23rd, and uh, uh, we're going to have, uh, I don't know, 20 feet by 45 feet of kayaks all lined up for you to look at and get all excited about nice so you guys go check out mariner sales check out the website check out the burrow staff's favorite section guys i hope you enjoyed this episode you learned how to become the greatest kayak dealer in the nation because that's what i'm calling mariner sales and that's what i'm calling this episode how did eris become the kingpin of kayak fishing in the world. You are the kingpin, my man. Well, I'm thinking that there's maybe a little wiggle room there, but I'm glad you feel that way, and I do too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to get out of here. I'll see you later. Thanks for having me. Bye-bye. Right, bye.